For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Vin Del Casino, a professor of geography and vice president of academic initiatives and student success at the U of A. And he's going to be one of the speakers in the College of Science public lecture series. The series is titled Humans, Data, and Machines, and there have been a number of topics including machine learning and artificial intelligence. I understand you're going to be talking about the social implications of big data. Yeah, my, my focus is really going to be on how is our world changing and our lives and everyday life changing in relation to the emergence of big data. I'm thinking about the way in which it's been picked up in public discourse. And how do people imagine the notion that somewhere back there, there's this big lump of data that we're engaging in? And we obviously know that it's much more nuanced than that. And in fact, humans have always interacted with big data. One can say across the North American plains that people interacted with massive amounts of big data called buffalo, right, as they try to imagine themselves. And now we have just unbelievable amounts of information stored there. But how we're interacting with that is very different depending on social context and how we use the various technologies that intersect ourselves with those data out there. And these vast amounts of data that we can sort of access at our fingertips, are our brains capable of dealing with that in a reasonable way? I'm not sure of the answer to that one. What I can tell you is that socially we're shifting the ways in which we interact with each other as we also interact with these sources of data. And they're sometimes in between us, they're sometimes with us, they're sometimes outside of us. And all of that means that the relationships that we're engaging in are simultaneously digital and material and social and mixed up in ways that we haven't seen before. Is it making us more or less connected with one another, do you think? I don't think it's an either or here. I think it's different. And the question that we need to be asking ourselves as social scientists, as theoreticians, as people looking at social life is what are the differences? What is it meaning? And what is it doing? And I think there are many ways in which there are positive effects of these interconnected digital selves. But there's also tremendous challenges with it as we think about and Many of the speakers have already brought this up, the bias that exists in the data in which we interact, the digital literacy one needs, and the scale at which, because the velocity at which information is coming at us is so fast. So how do we educate ourselves? In my mind, the broad understanding of the liberal arts and critical thinking has become even more important in this period in time, because we really have to educate people to think about what does all this information mean when it gets thrown at me? How do I sort it? So in some respects, having more technology means that you need to have a greater ability to sit and think. You need the opportunity to slow down. You know, what's interesting is now the evolution of all this velocity, all this movement of data has given rise to the slow computing movement. You know, the notion of trying to slow down our interactions with these sorts of things, to find new ways to engage with our digital selves that are different than before. It's really going to be interesting to see what happens to us because we've been enhanced, so to speak, for 
thousands of years, I wear glasses. This is a technology that allows has allowed people to see for a really long time. The realities of where we're going to go and how augmented we're going to be and what that's going to mean for our social relationships and how plugged in, so to speak, we're going to be with each other is really important. The digital self and the connections we're seeing and the role of data are as potentially divisive and as potentially opening up inequality as it is giving access. It doesn't naturally mean that more technology and greater sense of data is going to resolve the inequities that we see on an everyday basis. I mean, this is a really important time in our history. We have all these data, but what are we doing with it? What are the potentials to resolve health issues? Which health issues are we going to take up? And who's going to have access to that high-end precision health that we might create? There's a lot of different ways in which that can go. The lecture series finishes on Monday night at 7 p.m. at Centennial Hall on the university campus and will be streamed live by AZPM On Demand. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.